Hey, hey, Twisted listeners. Hey, everybody. What's up? I have some stickers, and I'm going to show Jen my stickers. And this might be an ongoing thing in the podcast. Yeah, she's got some stickers. I, I, I bought a bunch of stickers, and here's what happened. I've been watching scrapbooking videos. What? Why? I, I don't, it came across my page on Facebook. You're like a kid who watches other kids play video games. <laughs> on YouTube. Have you are watched? You, have are you, you going to, are you going to scrapbook? I did. I bought some scrapbooking stuff. So. <laughs> Do you have any pictures printed? No. Okay. So I, I sent, Serena sent it to me and I didn't realize she was watching them too. So, and then everybody has stickers on all their shit, all over their laptops, all over their yep. water bottles. And so I jumped on that band fucking wagon and I'm going to read some stickers to Jen because I believe this is the toxic positivity kit. Did I mean, like, did you go in, like, did you get to pick like positive, stupid shit or no, it, just, it just looked like trendy sticker. Okay. And it looked kind of cool, but I don't know. All right. Jen's going to read them out. I'm going to show. Them. Oh, be positive that's my blood type <laughs> it's ironic oh oh here we go good things take time oh here we go oh i can't wait girl power oh i don't like this one. Oh, be honest <laughs> why don't you like that one? you don't, want I don't know why, to be if honest? you have to tell me to be honest that means you're telling me that i lie okay be the reason someone smiles today. Mm-hmm. That's what—that's us. We're, we're going to be the reason that you guys smile today because we have a very. Oh, this is a little odd. <laughs> is this what I tell David after I shower? <laughs> oh my god, good and fresh. That sounds like I don't know. I feel like that's not one that should go on your computer. Good and fresh. All right. Well, I'll save some for next time. Okay, I can't wait. Um, be positive. Be honest. That one's stupid. That is stupid. Because if I'm not being honest, there's a reason I'm not being honest. Oh, I got it. I'm sorry. This one fell out. It's meant for you. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Let your dreams be your wings. <laughs> I'm going to put good and fresh on my computer. <laughs> That's so we used to, um, at my last school do these, like, it was like positive t-shirt Tuesday or something like that. Uh, and the kids go on the mm-hmm. news and their positive t-shirt. Nobody ever had a shirt that said good and fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I have, now here's a, all right. So today on our podcast, on our snippet. Oh, if you, I would say. We're going to be talking about the man, the myth, the legend, Santa Claus. But not in the manner in which you think we might. I would say you don't want to ruin any, give any of Santa Claus's little tricks away to any little listeners. So this is a listen alone type of an episode. It is, it is not for small children. It's not to be on the, in the car where they can hear it because we don't want to be the crusher of dreams. But our podcast is called Twisted Teacher. I think if a kid listened to that, though, you just crush their dreams. We already said, don't, don't play this. Okay. All right. Then we're good. We didn't say why we would crush a dream, but now we're going to. Okay. I do have breaking news though. 
<laughs> okay, well, I was talking and Jen's eyes got really freaking big. Well, okay, so the breaking news is some people might remember when Joe told Ken that not everyone can afford flare, flare pens. <laughs> Mr. D totally called me my ass out. Okay, so Heather, who was on our podcast about the charcuterie board, um, sent me some pens and she says, in other news, the pilot friction, F-R-I-X-I-O-N, retractable and erasable ball pen, ballpoint pen is awesome. Mm -hmm. Is that one that you have? I was going to do a pen TikTok today, but I, I was running Still late. not a flare, but erasable like a pencil. Because we did talk about pens. Did you get those we, pens, by the way? Did you order I did. Them? Do you like them? Did you get I them? I didn't get them. I, I don't know what happened. Oh, I don't know. I got them. They, do you like them? I mean, yeah, they're, it's a good pen, but I kind of tend to like color. Oh, I know. I love color. And it's black. So I might have to give these pens a try. But back to our original topic the three creepiest facts about the real santa claus yep okay so this is a very old article it is but i don't think facts about something that happened right back in 200 to 300 a.d would have changed no that's why i thought it would be good Good yeah fresh it's not a good and fresh article it's just good Mm-hmm. And it's fresh, but it's not good and fresh. <laughs> all right. So we are all aware, maybe not, that Santa Claus is based on the very real Saint Nicholas of Myra. Correct. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I was. So this guy was a five foot tall Greek guy with a broken nose. And he lived in modern day Turkey around AD 200 to 300 and he was well-known, renowned even, for his generosity, um, his kindness to children. And then I don't really understand this last part of the thesis statement. And generally <laughs> behaving like the reigning champion of a hobo bare knuckle boxing league. That's an interesting variety of words right there. The reigning champion mm-hmm. of a hobo. Bare Knuckle Boxing League. Interesting. Well, let's, I let's, also want to say this guy sounds creepy to start with. He was renowned for his generosity and his kindness to children like that. It sounds sketchy. But obviously, the Santa Claus we know today is that holly jolly guy mm-hmm, in the red mm-hmm. velvet suit with the pink cheeks and the button nose and all that good stuff. Yeah. So... Here's the some some of the real facts about Saint Nicholas. I love this first one. Will you say it? Saint Nick was a rowdy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> a rowdy bastard. A rowdy bastard. So the real Santa was truly a rough and tumble son of a bitch, is what it says. His exploits may have been embellished over the years, but this guy was constantly in and out of jail and being tortured. Hmm. The fact that his face was pretty much a pulverized shank of lamb at his death (laughs) (laughs) gives validity to the difficulty of his lifestyle, particularly that time that he clocked a bishop in the face for saying that Jesus wasn't divine enough. Not only did he smack that bishop, but he did it in front of Emperor Constantine 
and so many other people that his holy fisticuffs became the stuff of legends. But Bishop slapping wasn't his only claim to fame. Of all of his strong opinions, none matched his hatred of paganism. Ah, okay. That comes, that's maybe where the Christian connection comes in. Okay, I'm going to jump to the next one. St. Nick, the crime scene investigator. He kind of is because he's watching all the kids do bad shit. St. Nick's done more for the... Oh, my God. Where did you find this (laughs) sicko fuck article? Hmm? According to one fable, Nicholas met an innkeeper who butchered three kids and pickled them during a famine so he could try to pass them off as ham. (laughs) Sorry, maybe we shouldn't do this one. Okay, skipping this article, folks. All right. We are on the struggle bus. Welcome to the struggle bus, which is also known as Twisted Teachers Podcast. Tell me um, what you are think. What you're doing for Christmas? Like, what are your plans? I ha- I'm, I don't. I'm not. I'm. My stepdaughter's coming, and I'm going to see my family, and that's it. That would be Are it. you ha- like, but you're going to see your family like all at one time. Like, is everybody coming to your house? I hope or- I can get, I hope they can come and then be gone. Hopefully we'll get everyone here. I think my dad is over COVID enough where he's going to come. I don't know. Do you have any weird Christmas stories? Like weird Christmas stories? Like, mm-hmm. no, I don't feel like I do. Like my Christmases have always been pretty, like, I guess I would say, pretty traditional in that like when I was a kid we always went over to my grandparents and we'd like my grandpa dressed up as Santa Claus and like he wore a Santa hat and he like passed out the presents that were under the I thought you said he passed out no no all right I, I don't know it was like and then that was fun being with family on Christmas Eve so nowadays here's the thing now we have to go to my aunt's house and that sucks because nobody really wants to go and this year I'm not going oh okay just because that works yeah okay how old were you when you um stopped believing in Santa so I think I pretended for longer than I like, I think I knew, but I pretended that I didn't know so that the gravy train didn't end. So give me an age. Um, I would say I probably knew in like third grade. Okay. <laughs> True confession. I was almost in seventh grade before I decided <gasps> that. Really? I, yeah. And so um, this is this is true confession. In fact, I was in seventh grade. And I was in, and I don't know what the hell happened to me. My brothers would do these elaborate Santa episodes in my house, and I couldn't debunk any of it. And my mom was still saying, oh, Santa's right. I don't know. I was brainwashed. I don't know what happened, but I I will tell you, (laughs) I was in the line, lunch line, and I was so embarrassed because I looked at the person in front of me. I'm like, I am so excited about Santa coming. <laughs> nah. It was like elf. No, I'm, I swear. I swear. This is an embarrassing story. So those of you, you yes, I was, I was in the lunch line and they're like, what? 
You just seem so naturally skeptical. No, this is what's <laughs> happened to me. This this moment, this moment in time changed the trajectory of my life. And <laughs> because I'm in the fucking seventh grade lunch line, excited about Santa Claus. And the person in front of me was like, you don't still believe in Santa Claus, do you? And I was like, oh, no, I, I don't. I was just kidding. So the elaborate thing my brothers did. They got like foot footprints and they oh. put it all through the house, like from the from the chimney out. They had like it, it was like a, a prop set that they figured like, out. Like, did they Santa. like put flour on the ground so that you could see the fluff? The, yeah, the the, it was it was ingenious. And the uh, the cookie, of course, wasn't there. And, you know, they, but it, how much older were your brothers than you? One of them is six years. One of them is 10 years. OK, because they effed with me all the time there is a reason i am the way i am because they helped me write my bicentennial paper and basically just it it was full of the like the turkey was a national bird and they actually thought about the turkey being a national bird it was not all i remember sitting at the table with those two bozos and every time I wrote something down, they were laughing. And I'm like, this must be so good. And so my naivete has, so I remember reading it because I thought I was going to win the Bicentennial Award for my writing. And this is also where my writing issues come in. So everything's about this. I remember reading it out loud. And then I remember my teacher basically asking me for my paper. And I'm like, oh my God, I won. She wants my paper. <laughs> That's how awesome it is. Um, and I actually, they called home and said that I fabricated like this whole thing. And, um, and my mom said, oh, her brothers helped. Oh, that's so sad. No, but that's how naive I was. And that's how gullible I was. And so there's a reason that they, they gaslit me for years about all of these things. Wow. Damn. I find that so like. That is fascinating. But I think I wrote in there, Benjamin Franklin was really supposed to be the first president. I wrote in, I wrote in such fictitious shit that I really wish I had. I, that, that teacher, if she's still alive, this was <laughs> 1976, has passed this paper down to somebody. Somebody has this paper from Full me. Full of just stuff. Did I tell the story about Brooke? got to write a biography about one of her parents and she picked David. And I'm sure that pissed you off immediately. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, and then like, but when it came back to us, this was probably in like fifth grade, fourth grade, when it came, when we got the paper back, like, okay. Like she, David sounded freaking amazing in this paper that Brooke wrote. And Okay, so when David was a kid, the move, the television show Spencer for Hire, do you remember that? Spencer for Hire? It sounds familiar. Okay, like he, they filmed an episode in his hometown and he was in the background riding a bike, like down the street, like or something. And he told her that story. And she wrote, because the teacher was like, I didn't know David used to be an actor. And I was like, what the hell? What? That David starred on Spencer for Hire. He did not star. 
find Spencer for hire. I, I, I believe that Brooke would do something like that. Yeah. And then, okay. Talking about this, this will explain a lot to people about who I am as a person. We were going to Massachusetts for Christmas one year, and it was the year that Drew was going to be in fifth grade. And I was like, I'm just going to tell him that there's no Santa. Oh my I'm God. sure he already knows, but like, I didn't want the extra pressure of trying to pretend Santa was visiting us in Massachusetts. It was already oh. hard enough to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I like told him and broke his little heart. Was maybe he surprised? It was, maybe it was before fourth grade. Um, yeah, more than I thought he would be. I bet you found some coal in your stocking. While we're on embarrassing stories, um, I think I've told this on the podcast, but it's been so long that nobody would remember. Um, I used to make up a lot of stories. Now that I think about the things I did, um, God help my teacher. Um, I was very angry at my brother. And um, at the time, I think I've told the story, Wayne Williams was abducting children near the Chattahoochee River. You have told this story. Yes. So is it too? No, go for it. So I got up and it was show and tell and I never brought anything because I just made shit up. So I got up there and I said that my brother is missing. Oh my God. (laughs) And he, Wayne Williams took him. Why I knew about Wayne Williams. I don't know. I I don't know. Um, And he was on a raft on the Chattahoochee river. Last time I saw him wearing a green dress and some makeup your brother mm-hmm. i make this shit up i made i mean i i was spinning the story like you like n- nobody's business and it just flew out of me so my teacher of course stopped that conversation really fucking fast and um i just remember that I had such an audience with the kids that I kept fucking going. I was like, and then, and then, and then they saw him in the raft and he was going down the river and then they couldn't catch him. And then we saw Wayne Williams in another raft and we know we haven't seen him since he's been gone for three days. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this was like third grade. Y'all that was the year I drew the penises. What? My mom was a nurse and she was all about the correct way to say the body parts vagina and penis and so it was art time (laughs) you drew penises no here's what so i was pissed at my see here's what happens when you piss me off my dad took my brothers golfing and i wasn't invited he also took them to disney and i wasn't invited so i'm not really and i got a little stupid ass pendant anyway i'm not bitter about that were you too little to ride the rides I don't know. I just don't want to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) So I drew a picture. There were stick people. And I can see this so, so clearly in my mind that there I had, they they had the golf clubs and I drew another thing that was their penis that was as long as the golf clubs. And then it was like, there was enough room for the penis to be like folded onto the ground. (laughs) Okay. Well, you, I mean, like now I've never seen one. She just said it was an appendage that hung down and I never saw one. This was like second grade. So they call Miss Smith. She says, Kim, you're staying after school today. I'm like, 
okay. And my mom came in and all I heard was this uproarious laughter from my mother saying, I wish. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my embarrassment. I've got lots of these. Like, oh my God. There's a reason I, I, I totally, but here's the thing. I had no fear. Like I was not embarrassed. I could get up in front of a group of people and lie my freaking ass off and not give a shit if if I was supposed to be doing that. Make stuff up. It was all setting you up to do professional development one day. I think it was. As you can get up in front of people. Yes, I can. I can. But anyway, that those are I. I have just. I have just vomitous, there's a vomitous spew of, and and yes, I am slightly embarrassed about the Santa Claus, believing in Santa Claus, and then being mortified. Oh, but that was sweet. I don't know how someone who was so sweet and and still (laughs) believed in Santa Claus until they were in seventh grade could make up a story about her brother being abducted off the Chattahoochee. (laughs) I'm a a dichotomy. Yeah, for real. I w- I literally like I had I had passion in that story. It's a snippet, so I just decided to embarrass myself. I did and break I, my I, aunt's lamp once. Did you tell? No, I'm sure you no. didn't tell her. I don't even have to ask if you told her. Uh uh-uh. uh You didn't tell her. Nope. I did. How many times did you break stuff and then walk away from it? Oh, I can't. I did that all the time. Oh, I remember specifically this time. My grandparents lived in one house. My aunt and uncle lived like there was a spare lot between them. And then they lived in the other house. And I think it was like we weren't playing outside. Like it was cold. We went down to my cousin's house and we were playing. And we were probably like maybe fifth through seventh grade because we were all really close in age. And we were completely 100% like rough housing and we used to play this game called the closing eye game where we would turn off all the lights and uh, you would, it was basically like tag where you would try to find people by just like marco polo with no noise but not in the pool and it was called the closing eye game and i think we were playing that the closing and, eye game that sounds really freaking freaky deaky. and i um I think I I knocked or I threw a ball or I don't remember now, but I, that lamp broke. But nobody, nobody ratted Knew. on me. Another time, my cousin and I and our friend, we had two friends named Patty. We skipped school um, to go down to Pizza Hut that was near the school. Oh, I love Pizza Hut. Yeah, Pizza Hut back in the day used to be really cool. But we were meeting some boys at school from school at the Pizza Hut because there was a liquor store next door and one of them had a fake ID. And when I was in high school, a lot of kids carried around um, King Cobra, like malt liquor. Oh, yeah. Um, The sticker, the label from the bottle, and they'd be like, we're the King Cobra posse. I don't even know what. So we were going to go meet these boys. They were going to get us King Cobra and we were going to drink it. And it tasted like ass, like it was awful. But one of my friends decided she wanted to be in the King Cobra posse. So she drank the entire bottle or whatever of this malt liquor. Like, and we did not drink really. So this was like... Like now I could, you know, have a beer and it wouldn't be a problem. But this was like malt liquor. Anyway, There's something about malt liquor that makes me want dairy yeah, cream. I don't know. Some of those 
I don't know. I mean, I think that I've had malt liquor at the Dairy Queen. Not that they oh. sold it. Like a friend worked at Dairy Queen. Did you just used to drink Boone's Farm ever? Oh, of course I did. But peach yeah. schnapps was my cho- choice until, until I threw up and uh, I woke up with puke in my hair. My mom brought me Waffle House that morning. Mm. Goldschlager was my I can never drink again. Like I couldn't chew big red gum for years, like a decade. Goldschlager. So your friend drank the whole thing. So anyway, so she drank it. And then all of a sudden she goes, I have choir practice. (laughs) And so she went back to school for choir practice and completely 100% got busted for being drunk, for being drunk at choir. One of our other friend, um, didn't drink because she was going to be our designated driver. So she, and she was like the responsible mom, like person. Yes. Like, doesn't every friend group have that? Every, like, everybody has a DD and I've never been a DD for so many reasons. Cause I was always yeah. drinking and nobody wanted me to drive. So there's all that. Yeah. But this, there's always one really responsible person who like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's like, it's time to go. It's like, so our other friend like made sure that we all got home and then she took our other friend back to choir practice who she totally got busted and they called her down to the principal's office and they basically told her, we will not suspend you. If you tell us who you are with, what would you do? Um, I would have sung like a fucking canary. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I think that I think I'm now you would. I'd be like, yeah. Um, she didn't and you would anything. gaslight everybody into blaming it on the other person. Say she made me do it. She said it was a non-alcoholic. And she said, would you you would make you would make up a tall tale uh-huh. like I made up. Anyway, and- our friend, she totally she took the suspension. She never ratted us out. Well, thank you to that person, but you would you would not do the same. I don't know. I don't think I would. All right. Well, maybe. No, mm. you wouldn't. Who are you kidding? No, I no. want to believe in myself that I could be a good person. Believe in the real out, the reality of yourself. Yeah, I mean that's not bad. It is. It's a little bad. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I think being honest about not being honest is good. Being honest about well, actually, I'm being honest about the fact that I would be honest. Maybe I think I. I probably w- I wouldn't have lied because I was in that gullible freaking stage for so long. You just refused to say anything. Did you ever thank her? Oh yeah. Okay. And that was yeah yeah thing. yeah totally thank. But and like she is of of the people that were there, she was like the least likely of us to be drinking. Yeah, it's always that person. Yeah. All right. She took All right, a, so, a walk on the wild side. Oh, so this is our snippet. Hopefully after editing, it'll be fabulous. And if not, I'm sorry. It sucks. Fine. All right, All right everyone. Well, hey, stay twisted. twisted. Bye. Bye.